Welcome to the Church Solutions Podcast, brought to you by JSL Solutions. The Church Solutions Podcast is designed to help equip you and your church in the use of technology and other tools and services. And now, here are your hosts, Steve Lacey and Phil Thompson. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. My name is Phil Thompson. And I'm Michael Gray. Michael Gray is with us today. Michael's been with us uh, off and on since March. Steve Lacey is usually with us, and Steve is out uh, doing something, riding his bike or working on his Mustang or something something like that. He's probably not riding his bike since it's 108 degrees outside. Yeah, 108 degrees. It's probably not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> but actually, in all seriousness, he's, he's doing something else. So we have Michael with us today. And uh, in case you're new to us, we are... Uh, We've been doing podcasts. We actually started doing video podcasts over 10 years ago, and uh, we've been doing audio podcasts for four or five years as well. And and we're a company, actually the company that we represent is StreamingChurch.tv. This is a podcast called Church Solutions Podcast, but we do mobile apps, we do website templates, church management stuff, and of course, as I mentioned earlier, streaming video. And today what I thought we would do is Michael has been with us now since March, since the whole COVID-19 pandemic hit us. And I thought, you know, since you're working with us and you're working with our customers, and I've known Michael for, well, we'll go back, we'll go into that a little bit, but 12 or 13 years I've known Michael now. And um, I thought it would be good for people to get to know you, Michael. And uh, because one of the things that separates us from other companies is the fact that we we all have been involved and still involved in our churches and ministries in, in leadership capacities and uh, uh, that's what really makes us a little different from a lot of companies out there because we understand what it's like uh, to be on the other side to be working with churches and be working with boards and tech teams and music teams and the whole gamut. We've done it all. I mean, I can can safely say that about Michael and myself and even Steve. (laughs) Steve has done a lot of stuff. So with that in mind, I'd like you to get to know Michael a little bit. So Michael, let's start, let's start with the beginnings of who you are. You know, correct me if I'm wrong here, but you were born in Oklahoma? That is correct. I was born in Oklahoma City. All right. A couple years ago, yeah, just a, and, just a few uh, years. And you're a preacher's kid. Are you a PK? Early, early life, yes. I'm, I'm a PK. Uh, we moved around a lot, so I was yeah. in a lot of places in Oklahoma, right? And then transitioned to Texas for the second half of my youth. And what part of Texas were you in? Uh, West Texas. Yeah. Okay. Grew up in the plains, out in the flatlands. So I, I remember speaking in uh, Waco, not Waco, I remember speaking, I actually did speak in Waco, but I spoke in, uh, what's those two little towns on the west part of Texas where the oil is? Of course, Texas has oil everywhere, right? Well, uh, uh, there's, uh, can't think uh, of the names here. There's, as you go yeah, out. There's uh, Midland and Midland. Odessa. Yeah, Midland and Midland Odessa, Odessa both. Odessa yeah. It's kind of the hub of the oil center in yeah. uh, West Texas. I remember speaking there in the early 80s. So uh, were, you, were you around that area, or is it somewhere else in West uh, Texas? Yeah, not too far from there. Uh, okay. I was just outside of Lubbock, Texas. Okay, yeah. And okay. then uh, eventually, uh, post-high post school transition to Amarillo for a few years. Yeah, I 
And then I went to Bible college in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs. Did 15 years in Colorado, bouncing around from mm -hmm. uh, church to church as I worked. Uh, actually spent all of those years working in the corporate world and uh, okay. just did church uh, as a volunteer for a lot of years. Yeah, yeah. And then when I met you, you, you uh, I met you, actually I met you in Kansas because I was yeah. transitioning out of a church I helped start in yeah. Kansas, yeah. Yeah. Junction City, and you'd come out with Jeff Love, who was my former senior pastor yeah. in Tucson. So you were, you were with Alive, you were on staff at Alive Church, uh, and and you, you you have you had like uh, twelve different titles, right? During your time yeah, in the life. I did. And then at that point, <laughs> at that point, I was functioning as uh, XP okay. because we were multi-site. So right. the other XP yeah. went over to run a campus, right. and I was I was on the primary campus. Yeah. So Jeff mine. and I uh, flew out and uh, yeah. talked, met Phil and. Uh, spent some time there, and uh, yeah. that's that's the beginning of our story. Yeah, and there's the other other beginning of mine and Steve's story, which is the beginning of StreamingChurch.tv. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about the streaming thing, because when I got back to Tucson in 2008, you know, I was uh, hanging around alive for a little bit uh, before I came on staff, and uh, and I remember the streaming video was just starting up. Uh, I think we were working with Eric and those guys from Texas, and uh, uh, tell us a little bit about because you have a, you have a lot of so you know again I'm setting this up for people because you have a lot of experience uh, obviously in the tech world you do yeah but in yeah, the yeah, ministry absolutely. field as well so tell us a little yeah. bit about the streaming experience with Steve Steve so, Lacey, our um, I was an elder at Alive I did. I typically was whatever needed to be launched or uh, overhauled. That was kind of my deal. And mm -hmm. so project management, right. basically in the church world. And uh, we moved into a new facility. And when we moved in, Jeff, Jeff and I had been talking for a while about launching an online campus. Uh, mm -hmm. This is this is 2008, I think. 2008. Yeah. Uh, online campus so I came on full-time as the church online pastor uh, we had no online anything <laughs> other than <laughs> Steve website. had been doing recordings of the services and right. we were we were putting the recording online. right okay so, yeah. um, we did a little bit of search I was coordinating a lot with Steve we met Eric mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we started with them as our streaming provider, and it was just an embedded video on a page on the website, and they were they were our RTMP server mm -hmm. company, mm -hmm. and it was just that a yeah. video on a page, and we were off and running with Church Online. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. and then um, let's see, Steve and I and Jeff always just kind of brainstorming. And we said, what are, you know, what if there was a platform around it? What if it had tools? What would those be? How could we, how could we make the online feel like somebody was walking into your church where they're mm -hmm. greeted, where they're cared for, all of their experiences. So 
that was kind of the beginning of streamingchurch.tv. Yeah. He built all of that from the ground up, from nothing mm -hmm. into this platform, which is now global, um, mm -hmm. within a very short period of time. And for a good season, we, we definitely had uh, some, some great times. Uh, people all met people all over the world uh, that right. streamed with us, and uh, we're still connected to many of those folks that we met yeah. internationally as well as nationally. Yeah, wow, yeah, those early days. I I was around in those early days, uh, and uh, not as much as you were involved, but I was I was kind of there, hanging out, lurking in the background. And, uh, uh, and I kind of, I, I, I did end up becoming, I think, the church online guy because you moved on to something yeah. else at Alive. Yeah, I had another project, uh, and you yeah. became church online, and yeah. you had to clean up all the messes. I <laughs> it wasn't bad at all. I've cleaned up a lot of worse messes. Trust me. <laughs> um, so, so, um, what motivates you? What, what, uh, uh, you know, we, we know. So when people talk to you. You know, if they're they're interested in streaming video, or if they're already existing customers, you know, they you you have that background and you have a good understanding. But what what motivates Michael Gray? What what lights your fire every day, Michael? Uh, well, I mean, I get pretty excited about the idea of multiplication. So it's one of the things I love about StreamingChurch.tv is I can help one pastor at one church who may impact hundreds or thousands of people. Right. With a little bit of a time investment uh, that can be multiplied many, many times over. And so it's a brilliant tool. StreamingChurch.tv is a brilliant tool. I love being part of it because it fits a need I have to help people and then to help people to, you know, reach out to masses of other people. Right. Yeah. That's that's definitely one of, I think, the one of the primary motivations of all of us that are a part of this team is is we just we we, we have a desire to serve and, yeah. and help and help people and and it's it's a great vehicle to be able to do that with technology and of course we not only have streaming video we have mobile apps and we have some content management things and some other ideas that are that we got cooking that that kind of tie along with that so you love helping people so um in your progression over the last uh, number of years, I mean, let's let's take over the last 12 years, you have done uh, the technology stuff, but you've been involved. You were executive pastor. Mm -hmm. uh, you were, I mean, you, you really helped streamline <laughs> operations. Yeah, uh, yeah. Systems, systems, systems and yeah, operations are, are, are a, big, a big part of uh, what I care about because, uh, it's it's ironic. I, I, you know, I I saw something again today about measuring, and I just kind of flash back to so many years ago. You can't improve anything you don't measure. So if you don't have systems in place that help you see how well you're doing, mm -hmm. how can you improve if you don't know how well you're doing or how poorly you're doing? Uh, so. That, that for me was something I wanted to get in place and help with, and I worked in that lane a little bit. I don't know if there's many areas other than children that I haven't been involved yeah. with. Same way with me, actually. It, it's kind of funny because, uh, you know, years ago, people would see me with my long hair and go, oh, you'd be great with youth. I'm like, I have no desire to help the youth. <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, let somebody else. Yeah, no. 
Not my I, lane, man. Not I've my been lane. recruited by pastors here in town. Oh, you'd be a great <laughs> youth pastor. I'm not. I've been speaking to adults for forty years. I don't want to. Yeah, I mean, not that I don't have anything against youth. Like, trust me, I youth no, obviously it are. Fit you. It's not yeah. a fit, right? It's not no. a fit for me. And of course, I've not never had any. Yeah. But uh, it's interesting because we've done a lot of similar. And we, we both are into off-roading. We're both into Jeeps, you and I. Yeah, yeah so, we have yeah. that in common. Yeah, we, yeah, we both have Jeep. Yeah. Uh, yours is a little more awesome and classic than uh, mine. I love the older. classic. It's older. It yeah, sits in the driveway. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. pretty serious <laughs> and hardcore about our off-roading. Yeah, we are, if I ever do it again. But, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, Let's just talk a little bit about systems, though, because I, I think that's important as we talk to, you know, people listening to this podcast, most of the people listening, I, I, I assume, are church tech people, pastors, associate pastors, key volunteers, you know, that have an interest in serving their church. Talk to me a little more about metrics and measurements, because that's so important, you know, I mean, you, you know, you, you might be a part of a staff meeting. You sit down Monday morning and go, well, how'd everything go? Yeah, felt pretty good. Yeah, felt I felt pretty good, good about it. Man, <laughs> yeah. I, feel, I got warm and fuzzy because it feels really good. Yeah, but that's not a good indication no. uh, of if you're really no. making. Warm and fuzzy. Warm I mean, and it's. Fuzzy does not necessarily equate to change lots. Yeah, I mean, it's better than a disaster, I guess, than yeah. feeling anxious and, yeah. oh, my God, we, something no, terrible no. happened. But yeah. but so how do you use metrics? Uh, and I know we're getting off, but this is part of you, so I want people yeah, to get yeah, to know yeah, you. Absolutely. So how do you use metrics? I mean, like a typical Monday morning meeting, maybe with the staff or the senior pastor, how do you use metrics? I mean, you, you well, how many people let, showed up? Let me use the or, example of, uh, of, of when I did Church Online. So our goal, uh, so we got together and we, we need we decided where we were going, where we were going and why we were going there, okay? We started okay. with that. And okay. then we said, okay, now how do we measure that? And so for us it was, uh, number one, we want somebody to come to church online. That's awesome. Uh, and then we want them to have an amazing experience. And then we want them to transition to a regular attender of Church Online or to transition and walk in the door. Right. Uh, it's okay if they never walk in the door, if they're rural or if they're homebound or whatever that may be. But the goal was for people to progress and take a next step and move forward. And it wasn't that they needed to walk in our door. They needed to walk in a door. So if they lived in the middle of nowhere in Nebraska and they decided they wanted to begin to engage with people face-to-face, we found a church for them there. So the idea was if you don't measure that, if there's no measurement of those steps, you don't know if you're succeeding or failing at what you plan to do. If you hope to get people to connect with somebody face-to-face eventually, if you don't measure how many people did that, right. then you just say, I-, I think we did good. I hope we did good <laughs> versus no. Last month, six people made a transition to a full-time attender online or a full-time attender in person. Yeah. Um, and so that's why you know people get really upside down and kind of sideways about measuring. 
uh, you got to measure what matters or you have zero idea if you're having success. Yeah, um, that, that's true. I, uh, I've heard, I've heard, uh, and this goes way back, but I've heard people, even pastors, this is, you know, we're during, we're, you know, this is during, this is being recorded during the COVID-19 thing here. So some people are opening their church doors up and some, are not, and some who are open are still having the stream because you know not everybody's comfortable. Especially right. there's still a, there's a spike going on in like right. 23 or 24 states right now. Arizona is one of them. But uh, you know, I remember years ago somebody saying, uh, you know, well, I don't I don't count how many people show up Sunday morning to the church. I don't I just don't count that. You know, God's not interested in numbers. You know, of course the old joke is, well, if God's not interested in numbers, why did he? You know why is the why do we have the book of numbers in the Bible? But that's that's just a joke. But 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 it isn't. It isn't. But, numbers yeah, are important. They are. Numbers but, are important in the Bible too. And one of the points I always made was, okay, well, do you count the offering? Well, yeah, we count the offering. Well, you count the offering, but you don't count the people. And you don't count how many people have committed their lives to God. You don't count yeah. how many people are involved in a small group. You don't count how many yeah. people, you know. And so we we measure what we think is important. And, and I think it's important for us to, to really keep that in mind that, uh, you know, people matter. And, and numbers do matter. Uh, I mean, we're not in it for the numbers, per se, those no, of us no, in ministry. No. But we're in it yeah. to connect with people, to reach yeah. people. And numbers are an indication, as you just said earlier. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I want to know, okay, when I get through a year, how many people did we get to take a next step? Right. Uh, I hope our teaching, I hope our online, I hope everything that we did, all of the energy, all the volunteers, all of the finances that we spent are accomplishing the goal that we set out, which is, Helping somebody going from today to a next step in the right yeah. direction tomorrow, and right. uh, how successful that was. That doesn't that doesn't mean I don't value people. It means I really value people, That's right. yeah. and I want to make sure I'm giving yeah. all of my best, and so is all of my team. Yeah. And I think it's important, too, when we talk about next steps. You know, for some people, some pastors will say, well, the next step is to get somebody saved. Well, eh, not necessarily. I mean, yeah, I mean, it might, the, the first step might be to get them to watch online. The second step yeah. might be, can they come into your, you know, well, are they comfortable enough to come to your facility? If you're having, mm-hmm. you know, that we're, we're yeah. talking, we're presupposing we're not doing COVID-19 right now. But, you know, a step might be, you know, to move them along until they commit their life to God, you know. And then after they commit their lives to God, the journey continues. Yeah, I, there's, there, you You're can't just, done. right, exactly. Job's you know, not done, it's just started. It's just starting. So I, I like the fact when we use the word steps, because for everybody, it's different. Yeah. It's different steps for different people. And everybody's, Absolutely. not everybody's in the same place. Uh, and and it's, it takes them a while, depending on on where they're at and, and where they're going. So so that's good. So so all right. So anyhow, you, so you're motivated. You know, just from knowing you over the years, you're you're motivated to help people. You're motivated to to, to really let to, to help systems get people to the goals. You know, the, the ultimate goal is a relationship with God, but growing yeah. too, as we just said, growing spiritually. And those 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 systems are tools, uh, which 
take a little bit of effort to to build, but once they're built, then the next thing is just really maintaining, right? I mean, it's it's. Yeah. I, I think somebody listening to this might go, "Oh, uh, where do I start? Where do I start?" But but and that's hard. But once you do start, I think that's probably the hardest. And then the next step would be, okay, we just want to continue to yeah. maintain and yeah. and make sure that we're recording. Once we have these systems in place, okay, yeah. how many people showed up? How many people going to small groups? Uh, am I right on that thinking? Yeah, yeah. And, and and to that end, there's some really great analytics built into the Streaming Church platform. Uh, I'm really appreciative. Yeah. Uh, we help shape some of those at our local church, yeah. and Steve has built those. But we were just having a conversation yesterday of, we care enough about people that we don't want them to leave. Uh, right. We don't want them to disappear and us not notice it. So we right. want to be able to track that in a way. Some churches call that the back door. We don't want people sneaking out the back door unnoticed. We right. want to at least be able to say, hey, we love you. Uh, is, there, you know, is there anything wrong? Did we do anything wrong? We want to make sure that we care for you and love you right. in a way that is meaningful. So, you know, yeah. we would look at that. Is there a possible way to measure that where we yeah. would get a notification or something? So it is for the intent of caring for people better, uh, even though it is a number. Yeah. It's a number, but it's a number that helps me keep people from wandering away. And right. And their path and wandering off the path. Yeah. And you're speaking in the context of online, but the yeah. back door... Uh, as, as, we, as you mentioned church. earlier, every it's one of the biggest challenges. You know, I've been in ministry sure. like you for years, and that's always oh, yeah. the biggest challenge, in uh, my opinion. We can get people in the door; getting them in the door is fine. But but yeah. but when they wander off, you know, uh, who's you know, how do we shut that back door, so to speak? And, and when, yeah. when we say shut it, we just mean, you know, how can we keep people? Uh, where they're just not, you know, where they're not dissatisfied and they leave. I mean, if people want to leave, they leave, right? But but you just don't want to, as you just said earlier, you, you want to make sure you're taking care of people. And, and if they leave, you want them to leave for the right reasons, yeah. not yeah. not because somebody dropped the ball and didn't yeah. call them right. back or didn't minister right. to them when right. they had a need, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Didn't email, didn't call, didn't, didn't whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, those are things we can fix if, if we know. Right. If we yeah. know what's going on. And uh, uh, I would say, Phil, it, it's been exponentially exacerbated in the last decade that yeah. n- now I don't even know if it would be the back door. I think the whole back of the building is open <laughs> because people are, in, people are in migration patterns and they move yeah. from church to church to church to church. Yeah. There's just a different kind of... Uh, idea of what church is and we won't go down that rabbit hole too deeply but if you don't have a plan in place and you don't have a strategy and you don't have systems and processes in place then you're just kind of throwing up your hands and say whatever will happen will happen and for me that's just not okay yeah i i don't like that method either and 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 it's you know we definitely there has to be some clear communication and we, we, we probably should, we've talked about this in the past, it's been years ago on this podcast, but we should probably revisit that again, uh, sure. because it is important, you know, it's it's so important that people, that you have a good understanding, and a lot of this has to do with defining who you are as a church, and, you, and your goals, 
and, and yep. communicating that effectively to the people that come yep. in the door. Uh, but anyhow, all right, good. Well, <laughs> so we're we're basically out of time. I feel like we just started, but oh, I we were know. having fun. Well, we can do this again, but I wanted people to—I wanted people to get to know you a little bit because you're—you're—you're you're, uh, you're on the chat. People can chat with you at streamingchurch.tv most of the time, unless uh, unless you're gone somewhere and then they're stuck with me. Uh, but uh, and you're also on the phone. So uh, if we can help you, you know, Michael touched on some of these things. He gave us a little bit about his experience. Uh, in church work and streaming video, but if you even have questions about metrics and about, you know, what crazy thing are you talking about here, uh, I'm sure Michael would be happy to to meet with you. And Yeah, and uh, uh, so just reach out to us. Probably the best way to reach out to us folks would be support at streamingchurch.tv. It's streamingchurch.tv. That's probably the best way. Uh, And we'd love to get your feedback on this podcast and uh, we'd love to get your. We'd love to get to know you, and if we can help you in any way, we don't just do streaming video. We do mobile apps. We do other things as well. We've been doing this since 2001, almost 20 years now. Almost 20 years yeah. uh, going on. Yeah, here. next so, year is uh, going to be the big yeah. 20 celebration. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, can't wait for that. But uh, your church was the first church to start using these products. My church was the second one. In, uh, in Kansas, and uh, awesome. so it's kind of fun to be to see how things have happened over the years and grown. Yeah. So, all right, so we're done, Michael. Thank you again. It's it's a pleasure to work with you again. It's, it's great, it's yeah. great working Love with it. you. And uh, and again, uh, folks, uh, during this difficult time, we we just uh, hope and pray that you're. You're doing well, and we hope that you will take care of yourself and take care of those that you love. Uh, So for Michael Gray, my name is Phil Thompson, and um, on behalf of Steve Lacey, uh, we wish you well. We'll catch you again next time on another edition of the Church Solutions Podcast. Take care of yourselves.